Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the Further Healthy Host Podcast, where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Thank you for joining me and allowing me to be a part of your journey. How are y'all doing? Wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, how are you in this moment? And I ask that question because I genuinely want to know, but also I want you to take a moment, a deep breath, feel yourself, feel how you're feeling. In this moment, it can make a huge difference. In this moment, I'm feeling purposeful, aligned, grateful, feeling really good. Happy to be here today. Before we move into today's episode, I did want to let you guys know that Next summer, summer 2024, we are going to Bali for a retreat. And when I say we, I mean you, me, and my dear friend Shadea, who is the founder of Black Girl Magic. Y'all, I, like, I want to scream so bad, but I don't want to hurt y'all ears, but I'm so excited. This is going to be so amazing. It's an opportunity for us to take this virtual community in real life. So, y'all, we get to finally meet next summer summer 2024 i'm going to leave a link and this form is really to try to get an idea of what it is that you're interested in doing on this trip how long you want to be on this trip what your budget is looking like what month in the summer works best for you we just trying to like you know get in y'all heads a little bit to see what you want because of course this trip is for us to connect but we all just want everybody to have a good time. But yes, Bali 2024. Yes, so I'm going to leave the link to that form in the show notes. Y'all, I'm ready. Let's let's go to Bali. And I also wanted to say thank you, Black Girl Magic, for having me. Like, Bali is one of my dream places to go. So I'm so excited. Okay, I'm done talking about that. I'm done. So on this podcast, I have been very vocal about... A transformation taking place within me. The transformation that is me. And we all know that at the end of a transformation, a rebirth is what happens. But what I've found within myself is transformations can take years and years and years. And although you may think you are ready for that rebirth, Sometimes you're not as ready as you think you are. And I really found that within myself. I leaned into that as well. Yeah, I'm still transforming. But the rebirth, it gets closer and closer every single day. But with, you know, transformation and rebirth, quite naturally, old parts of me, they have died. Even when it comes to, like, thought patterns, habits, And I was really just having a conversation with myself earlier today. I was just thinking about how some of my habits, I still do out of habits. That's exactly what habits are. There are things you don't have to necessarily think about at all. You just do them. So I find myself falling back into old habits. With these habits, I may feel a little bored or resistant. I'm beginning to be more resistant to those habits that used to serve me. And that resistance is just showing me that that part of me has died. I'm letting that part of me go. But with that, 
you know, allowing pieces of you to die and new habits and new thoughts to form. I found myself in a place where I'm asking so many questions because it's a clean slate. Like it's a rebirth. Sometimes I almost feel like a stranger to myself. When I tell y'all, even when it comes down to the outfits, like my closet, and I know y'all heard me say that in the previous episode, like, I don't even, I don't even know. And I think that's a beautiful space to be in. It can be scary for sure, but it's definitely just a beautiful space to be in overall because we are starting new, we're starting fresh. But what I found is that stillness is where all the answers to both the conscious and unconscious questions are being answered. Stillness. And so that's what we're going to tap into today. The world is, I'm literally doing a big stretch right now, but the world is honestly always moving, even down to a scientific standpoint. The planet that we live on is always spinning. So it can seem challenging, difficult to find a space of stillness. And when I talk about stillness, I'm not talking about physically because you can be moving your body. And I'm going to get into that later, but you can be physically moving your body, but your mind can still be still. When I talk about stillness, I mean mentally, mental stillness. That's what we're talking about today. Mental stillness, a still mind in a spiritual sense. Stillness will guide you and help you cultivate a life of ease and ultimately just get to know yourself. One of my favorite things that Oprah has said, like one of my favorite things ever that she, because she has said a lot that I love and I love her. I'm a huge fan of Oprah. She is one of my spiritual mentors, but she said, when you don't know what to do, do nothing you know we call our friends our mom our dad what you think I should do she literally was like do you think I should buy this house you think I should get these shoes you think I should open this business no one knows the answers to your question but you no one knows the answers to your questions like you do like your soul does so when you don't know what to do get still She said, get still until you do know, because nobody knows but you. And that was the realest shit I have ever heard. We are always calling people and asking for advice. And advice is okay. Advice is okay. But I think in our guts, when we're listening to our intuition, following our heart, we know what to do. We know the answer before we even call this person. And I found myself... Truly, I don't really have a lot of people that I just call for advice anyway. I have conversations with Travis and stuff like that. But I just I don't be calling people and asking for advice because I know the answers lie within me. When I am still, when my mind is still and calm, all of the answers come to me in this stillness. Questions are answered without me actually saying a word at all. Because I'm listening to my soul. I'm listening to my soul. When you quiet your mind, so many answers start to float up to the top. But how exactly do you quiet your mind? How do you become still? How do you 
cultivate a still mind? What does that feel like? For me, it's like being in a state of constant flow, being present, being in the moment and just freeing my mind from constant chatter, thoughts and opinions that are mine and are not mine. For me, it's simply freeing myself from my mind, simply being, just being, not worrying about tomorrow or the past or anything for that matter. And I really feel like stillness is something that really frightens us because it forces us to think about a lot of things, our life, decisions, relationships, etc. like all of that shit. And, you know, with stillness, of course, like I said, you do enter this state of flow. But before that, all the chatter is going to automatically come up because We haven't spent the time to give that chatter attention, if that makes sense. I know. I feel like chatter is something that is kind of deemed as negative in the spiritual world, in the wellness world. But I don't think it's necessarily negative. I think when we finally sit down and pay attention to the chatter that is in our mind. And I said pay attention to. Don't give meaning to it. Just pay attention to it. It kind of shows us like what the fuck is actually going on up there. Like what silly thoughts are we actually having? And also it forces us to be real about some things. But if we want to detach and move forward, we have to acknowledge the things that is stopping us from simply being. The things that is stopping us from being us. I spent a lot of my life running away from stillness which is naturally running away from myself running away from the truest version of myself and that didn't serve me now I'm in a place where I find myself craving stillness to answer questions for me to I guess guide me to my fullest potential now when I was doing my research for this episode on stillness something that kept popping up was flow state Entering a flow state, which is also known as being in the zone. So when I seen in the zone, I'm like, oh, shit, a light bulb clicked on. So y'all know I'm a huge animated movie girl. Like, it's my thing. I love it. I automatically thought about the movie called Soul. If you have not seen Soul, you're asleep. What I love about a lot of Disney movies and just a lot of animated movies in general, although they're like targeted towards kids, they be so fucking philosophical, like in in psychological. I find myself learning things from these movies. So yeah, like I said, when I heard of In the Zone, I thought of, I thought about the movie Soul. Easily top ten animated movies I've seen in my life so basically in this movie there's a man named Joe who loves jazz when he plays the piano he gets into the zone or flow states and it's just a feeling that he craves to be in he gets the opportunity of a lifetime to play with the well-known jazz singer but Y'all, this man is so excited by the chance to live out his quote-unquote passion that he falls down a manhole in the middle of a busy New York City street. And this puts him in a coma. So in the movie, we basically follow Joe into the afterlife. So what we see is him on a conveyor belt. 
heading towards the big white light, which is, like in most movies, death. He is so attached to his passion and like his chance to play with I forgot the lady I feel like Dorothea Williams I feel like that's her name but he is so excited to play with Dorothea Williams to finally you know manifest this dream that he's been holding on to and just waiting for that this man jumps off the conveyor belt he jumps off he's like listen I'm not ready um I have the chance of a lifetime no I'm not Death is not going to come for me. It's not my time. But through a series of strange events, he finds himself mentoring a young soul named 22 who was yet to enter a human body. 22 truly gave everybody hell. Like all of her mentors, she gave them hell. But I loved, I honestly loved 22. So 22 introduces Joe to what is called the zone. I know y'all like, what, get, what, what does this have to do with stillness? Stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> but... We're finally getting there. Joe is introduced to the zone by 22, which is a space between the physical and the spiritual. When humans on earth find flow states and enter the zone, they are transported to this place. The zone is a space that I have found myself in before. I know you found yourself in before. When I do this podcast, I'm often in the zone. 99% of the time, I'm in the zone. The other 1%, I'm in my head. I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking flow, which takes you out of the zone. But in the movie, Joe thinks that, like, honestly, Joe is so self-centered. He thinks that, and you'll if you watch this movie, you'll see, like, his interaction with 22 in the beginning, how he thinks pretty much everything revolves around music. But no, anything that you love, that you're passionate about, that you have a deep connection to can get you in the zone, can help you answer flow states. Tattoo artists, basketball players, actors. Literally, I think his name was Moonwind. Moonwind, I think. He was twirling a sign outside of like a shop. This man was in the zone. He was in flow. So you can literally do anything to be in flow and in the zone. When I was watching this movie, this was just a beautiful space to be in. And being in flow or in the zone doesn't have to come from extraordinary activities. It can literally be simple, mundane things like cooking, going for a walk going on a run it doesn't have to be like some huge talent like we know when Beyonce on stage performing at her concerts the renaissance tour we know she's in the zone you know what I'm saying but it doesn't always have to be that it doesn't have to always be something as big it can be something small like cooking like I said before whatever you're passionate about whatever you have a deep feel and connection to But what's also interesting in the movie is that the place that is called the zone, it isn't limited to people who are in flow states. There's also huge, dark, grumpy blobs who are known as lost souls. When they speak, they sound depressed. Their body language shows that they have pretty much given up on life. And Joe, being Joe, of course, assumes that lost souls are nothing like him. But the gag is, Joe really was a lost soul. He just didn't know it. But 
the guy who was spinning the sign, who is in the zone, Moonwind is his name, he gives out a really powerful distinction. He says that lost souls are not that different from those who are in the zone. The zone is enjoyable, but when that joy becomes an obsession, one becomes disconnected from life. What Moonwind is basically saying is when you become so obsessed with something, it can become an addiction. You forget your why. You forget the reason why you're even doing this thing. Hence, becoming a lost soul. And I really love Moonwind because he and his team of volunteers, they help lost souls find themselves again by playing music while in a flow state. I can remember a scene from the movie where this man, oh, I don't know what his profession is, but he's at work on a computer and his head is just down. Like it, he literally looks like a zombie. That's what in the movie, that's what lost souls look like. But he literally just looked like a zombie. He was repeating numbers or words or something over to himself. But when Boonwin and his team finally helped him break out of that state that he was in, he woke up and like literally slammed all of the computers off the desk and was like, I quit. He was just so happy. And it's like he reached realization and looked at life completely different. So we love Moonwind. Moonwind is out here doing work. Okay. But no, that concludes our animation movie review portion of the podcast. I swear this is the only wellness podcast, self-help podcast that we're going to talk about animated movies on. Like, the only place but no I just thought that was so interesting so although I kept seeing like flow state in the zone I never really seen anything online that said these two things were the same thing but really what it is is being in the zone or in the flow allows you to cultivate stillness because like I said in the beginning even though your body is moving even though you're doing things with your hand on the piano or playing an instrument or running or cooking or speaking even though you're doing these things physically your mind reaches a place of stillness so I don't think that stillness and being in flow are synonymous, but I do think they're interdependent. I think that they depend on one another. And although I've been going on and on and on about flow and being in the zone, I want to give you the actual definition of this 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 phrase, this term. So in a flow state, that phrase was coined by or popularized by two psychologists I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names. And it's TED Talk. Y'all, I really used to be a TED Talk girly. And I still really am. I just, I watched a TED Talk the other day. I love TED Talks. I learned so much through TED Talks. You don't watch TED Talks. You need to get into TED Talks. Listen or watch. I think they actually do have a podcast too. But in his 2004 TED Talk, he said that there's this focus that once it becomes intense, leads to a sense of ecstasy, a sense of clarity. You know exactly what you want to do from one moment to the other. You get immediate feedback. There's this sense of focus, clarity, serenity, timelessness. You ever do something and you look up and you be like, oh, fuck, 
<laughs> you know, it's nighttime. What, what's going on? That is what flow feels like. It feels like intrinsic motivation. There's somebody doing yard work and I literally was trying to wait, like wait it out. But I don't think they're going to stop. So let's keep it moving. Hopefully y'all can't hear it. But we're having all this talk, all this chatter about entering flow states and stillness. And you're probably like, Re, how do, how, do I, how do I get there? You know, but I can't tell you how to get there, but I can tell you how I get there and I can tell you what I think. First of all, I think that I don't take advantage of stillness as much as I need to. That's first and foremost. I want to refer back to the movie yet again, very quickly, though. You know, Joe thought that flow states could only be entered through doing, like I said before, these big things, these huge things. Like, y'all, I I don't know. I, I always felt like, you know, there are some people in the world who has pure talent like who are obviously undeniably talented we got Beyonce um Donald Glover I'm trying to think of other people Solange Cleo Soul you know what I'm saying and I always thought that that's what talent looked like but talent exists in many forms I didn't consider myself a talented person but now with the new knowledge that I have the new mindset that I have I understand and I realize that talent exists in many forms I think being able to talk to someone being able to have a podcast that's a talent being able to be a good listener that's a talent being able to heal the world that's a talent There is talent in everything that you do. And with that talent, with that, I think we all have a natural talent. Like literally, we all have something that we are naturally talented at, something that we are naturally good at. Doesn't have to be this big thing. But in that talent, in that state of that talent, whatever, whatever that thing is for you, we enter the zone, we enter these flow states but I find myself entering my flow states doing mundane things I answer I'm in the zone the most when I'm doing mundane things this episode is sponsored by Quince so I've been pretty vocal about this transformation I'm going through this rebirth that is slowly creeping up inside of me and because I am changing and transforming that means the things that I like or used to be interested in is changing as well and clothes and personal style is not off limits when we're talking about change and transformation so now when I look at my closet I see a whole bunch of stuff I'm just like man like I just don't really want to wear that I don't really like anymore but with the help of Quince I can finally give my closet the upgrade that it so desperately needs this time around I'm focusing on pieces that are timeless and simple and most importantly that aligns with the person who I am now Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style you'll have them in your closet for pretty much forever which makes putting an outfit together so much easier By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on right to us, allowing their pieces to be priced 50 to 80% less 
than similar brands. Take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com F-T-H-H for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com F-T-H-H and get free shipping and 365 day returns. This episode is sponsored by Daily Harvest. This time of the year, although we love it so much, things get so chaotic. And it's like basic human needs, like cooking and eating well, go on the back burner for me. Because of that, a lot of times my meals don't even actually look like meals. It's literally me scrapping up pieces of whatever's left over in my fridge. Instead of grabbing those random items left in my fridge, I can now get quick, delicious, and satisfying meals delivered right to my door with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest keeps my stomach satisfied and my freezer full with options like fruit and veggie pack smoothies, soups, and harvest bowls. They also have tons of options for any time of the day like flatbreads, forager bowls, and bites. Now, if you know me, you know I love their smoothies, but I also love their harvest bowls and their soups, especially since we're getting to that time of the year where we just want something, you know, warming and cozy. When it comes to better choices, Daily Harvest literally makes it so easy and attainable. They support farmers who invest in improving the biodiversity and health of our soil. Even their recyclable and compostable packaging makes me feel like I'm making a positive impact on our environment. And all I have to do is eat and enjoy. Keep yourself and your freezer full with hassle-free meals from Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash F-T-H-H to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash F-T-H-H for up to $65 off your first box. I think stillness is a word that when you hear it, you automatically relate it to spirituality, as you should. Like, because stillness is what's going to, like I said before, it's the key to unlock you, the truest version of yourself to get to know who you truly are. But with that, I kept seeing meditation, 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 meditation. While I agree on that, I literally didn't see anything else. Like in these spiritual realms and these wellness realms, I didn't see anything else talked about when they were talking about stillness. I do agree, though. I do agree. Meditation is... An amazing way to cultivate stillness, an amazing resourceful way to still your mind. And it's one of the ways that I still my mind as well. Like I said before, there's a lot of chatter that comes up. And because we don't ever sit down to actually pay attention to those thoughts, when we sit down to meditate, all of that chatter comes up. All those thoughts and opinions come up. And I often, like when I first started meditating, I thought I was doing it wrong. First and foremost, there's no wrong way to do, to meditate. There's no wrong way to practice stillness. But I thought I was doing it wrong because I'm like, why why does my mind keep running? Why won't it shut off? But I kept trying. I sat there and I sat there and I worked through the chatter until finally it stopped. If you sit there long enough, the noise will stop and you will start to experience stillness. I remember 
one of the first times I experienced stillness when I was meditating. It scared me. It scared the fuck out of me. I was like, whoa. It literally felt like I was levitating. It literally felt like I was entering a new dimension, like I was quantum jumping. It's unreal. And I think what I'm going to do next week, because I talk about meditation a lot, but I want to be like, I know I'm y'all's bestie. I know I'm the homie. I know we're friends, but I also want to be a resource for y'all. Meditation is so powerful. So I think next week I'm going to upload a guided meditation episode. Five minutes, that's it. That's all you need. Just so y'all can experience that. I want that for y'all. I want that for you. So I'm really excited about that. It's me stepping out of my comfort zone. It's a, it's something that I've been wanting to do for months now, but I was just like, you know, imposter, imposter syndrome be kicking in. But my friend told me the other day, yesterday, you're more of a natural than you think you are at this. I was like, thank you. But yes, I look forward to that. But like I said, I agree. I agree with them. Meditation is the key. It's the key to stillness, unlocking different versions of yourself and just finding answers to the questions that life throws at us. However, however, it isn't the only thing. It is not the only thing. Movement. Physically moving your body through extraordinary and everyday life to excess stillness has been doing wonders for my being, for my soul, for my spirit, for my energy. Using everyday life to excess stillness. Breathing. I always talk about breathing, but not for real. Just breathing. And something that I'm into lately is crocheting. I've gotten really good, y'all. Y'all better watch out. But crocheting, things like crocheting and running and working out. I find that when I'm like running, working out and crocheting, my mind doesn't do a lot of thinking. I'm so focused on the thing that it is that I'm doing that my brain, my mind doesn't have the capacity to really go in depth thinking about other things because truly the thing I'm doing is it's challenging there's not enough capacity for me to put my attention and my focus on other things when I do these things I feel high like a natural high on life like the psychologist said once again not gonna pronounce his name because I don't know how to pronounce it or not gonna say his name because I don't know how to pronounce it but like he said it feels like ecstasy feel like it feels like I'm on perks like which I personally don't know what that feels like. I had to know that. I don't know what that feels like, but I imagine that is what it would feel like. And not only that, when I'm on my run or when I'm working out, I get so many ideas. It's those answers. They come, they come, they come. So many ideas. I feel so creative and I love being in that space. Also music. Like I can really get lost in music for real, for real. It's so funny too. Water. We were having a conversation last night. When I say we, I mean my family and I. So there's this little water park. And I would barely call it a water park. It's a park that has water coming out of the ground. Okay. It has, it's a, it has like a little area. So there's a park. And then I have another area there where there's water. So I think a couple of summers ago. Was it this summer? I think it might have been last summer. We went there. And I was by the water. Mind you, this is a kid's 
space. You know, this is a place for kids. And I just started like moving my body, floating like my arms. And I didn't I didn't realize that I was doing this. Travis was like, babe, 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 what are you doing? Like you a water goddess? I had literally transcended from that water park to somewhere else. I entered a state of flow. And to this day, I can't even tell you what was going on. That's flow. I also entered flow and and practiced stillness through cooking. Cooking has been such a creative outlet of mine for a really long time, especially like when I first went plant-based, when I first started eating a plant-based lifestyle. Living a plant-based lifestyle, it forces you to get creative. And with that, I just really found a passion for it and looked at it as a creative outlet, a way to get creative. And again, when you're so focused on a particular thing, your mind doesn't have the capacity to think about other things. So like all my attention is here. I'm focused. I'm concentrated. Nothing else matters. All the chatter stops. One last thing is just creating. When I am creating, whether it be recording a podcast episode creating content for social media, drawing, like art, you know what I'm saying? When I am breathing life, when I'm creating something, manifesting something that did not exist, and I am breathing life into these ideas, it gets me into a state of flow, into a state of stillness. And although these are the things right now, that helped me cultivate stillness. I'm forever on a journey. I'm forever on a quest to learn about myself and invent and reinvent new ways to cultivate stillness through movement. With that being said, I encourage you to tap into who you are Find out what stillness looks like for you. I want you to forget every single thing that you have learned, I guess, in society, in mainstream society. Because when I first heard of the word stillness, I thought about like just literally sitting down, not doing anything. But like I said before, movement in the physical sense is the gateway to stillness in the mental sense in the spiritual sense find out what that looks like for you find out what stillness looks like for you what being in the flow looks like for you time to stop running away from stillness it's time to stop running away from yourself I know you're afraid because I was afraid I'm sometimes still afraid afraid that when I reach my full potential it won't align with the perception of those that I love society's perception but none of that doesn't matter it's irrelevant be still in a mental sense in a spiritual sense so all of those questions that you've been asking consciously and unconsciously can get answered there's no way to move forward without stillness there's no way to get on the right path the path that's meant for you without stillness don't be afraid of yourself I'm not afraid of myself anymore I embrace me all versions of me with open arms I know that 
I have to be me. I have to be the truest version of myself to connect and show up for those who I need to show up for. Let's practice stillness together. You're worth it. You are worthy. Live your life for you and only you. That's where true peace, true joy, true happiness. That's where it lies. And the only way to find out what you want is through stillness, through filtering the noise, the chatter, to find your way back to you, back to your truest self. On that note, thank you for spending time with me today. It has been, it's been quite a time. It's been amazing. Why did I say that like that? Amazing. Are you from the UK? Are you British? But I literally do a British accent so much that sometimes it just happens. But thank you for being here with me today. It truly means the world to me. I'm sending you so much peace, so much stillness, so much mental and spiritual stillness, so much abundance and everything you need in this moment. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.